Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, what is going on? We are back at it. Married at First Sight, Season 15, Episode 5. Everything will be okay. <laughs> My God. You know, whale, will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those people at uh, Lifetime, those crazy critters uh, coming up with these titles. But anyway, let's get to it, right? Okay, so day three of marriage. Stasha and Nate. So, um, we open up with Stasha saying, you know, oh, you know, the shower scene from, you know, last night gave me uh, a preview of his capabilities. And I'm like, oh, so, okay, true to her word, they didn't have sex. Fine, that's good that they kept to her word. But still, it's like, really, we're seeing a preview of what's going on, like, how did you even stop that? You, you, you know, because I mean, you've seen the picture. I put it on, uh, I put it on the Instagram. You know, T I N Q P O D. You can go to it right now. How do you stop? How do you not go to sex after that? You know what I mean? Like, how do you? Mm, I don't know. And then she has the audacity to say, "Oh, he seems experienced." You know what? The man is thirty-four. Like, why are you, th- th- and this is where I don't like it when she's, when she starts speaking from like an authoritative, uh, level. Yeah. She's more established than him. Yes. She's older than him, but he's not a child. You know what I mean? Oh, he seems experienced. So I'm glad about that. I mean, what, why are you, he's not a virgin. You know what I mean? And, and I don't know, like, why would you, why would you feel he, why are you surprised about his capabilities? I think that's what I mean, because he's like, oh, he seems experienced, okay, why would you think that he's not, you know, like, if you were to say, oh man, he's lacking in some areas, okay, then... I can understand that, but the fact that you're like, oh, he seems experienced. All right, that's that's pretty good. Hmm? What are you what are you trying to say about my man Nate? You know, that he's a boy. You know, so anyway, um, yeah, I really don't like how she looks at him as like a child, and he's supposed to like perform for you like a jester. Like, oh, he seems experienced, so I think I think that that will do for the queen, for the queen Sasha. You know, um. And then she says, I definitely wanted to have sex, but I want to build the sexual tension for when the time does come. Mm, I hate that. I want to build the sexual tension for when the time comes. So pretty much you want to blue ball me until you feel ready to have sex when the opportunity should have happened, you know, many times before. And she says, oh, I don't want to have meaningless sex. I don't want to go off the feeling of with my body i mean i don't want to go off with the feeling no i don't want to go off with the feeling from my body but i want to go off with the feelings from my heart and my soul okay i get it 
rare at first sight, you don't know this dude, whatever. But, and you're completely right to feel however, however you want to feel. I'm not saying you need to give up, you know, his your body for whatever. Not for me, not for the TV, not for clout, not for anything but you. But still, you can't say those things and then yet at the same time tease me until you feel it's okay. Because again, you don't want to have meaningless sex and you don't want to go off the feelings of your body. You want to go off with the feelings of your heart and soul. So then don't tease me. Let's not have, let's not take a shower together. Let's not do that. But see, but then you're going to be like, oh, but, you know, I want to see where things go and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, it's all right when you do it. But to my knowledge, he he was, Nate was seeing where things were going you know, in the shower, but I'm pretty sure you're the one who put a stop to that. So how come we can go with the flow for you, but we can't go with the flow for me? You know, because she says that she it, it felt it felt right, and she definitely wanted to have sex. So what what's the holdup? Let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, uh, whatever. Don't tease me. Just don't freaking tease me like that. You know, but anyway. So we get to Lindy and Miguel. So Lindy and Miguel are... I don't know if they're... Are they having brunch right now? Is this the part of brunch? I forget. But regardless, you know, Lindy says that she's only attended uh, Advent seven-day Adventist schools, you know, her whole life. And she was engaged in high school, which was a revelation. And because, you know, with them and that whole Christian, Christianity, Catholic mindset, you know, they have a, they have a, um, they have a motto, ring before spring, you know, because for you, you're trying to get, you're trying to lock down a mate because, I mean, it's smart in a way because, of course, the people who are there with you, they're being raised in the same vein you are and the same religion that you are, other than the outside people. So, of course, you would want to be with somebody from that community. It's much easier than trying to find that person in your community on the outside. So, yeah, I get it. But ring before spring? Like, ooh, that sounds bad. It sounds so manufactured. Because, like, yeah, she got engaged in freaking high school. High school, you 17 years old, bro. What do you know about life? You know, what do, what do you know about marriage? What do you what do you know about going down and heading west? Red legs TVs all up in the headset. Like, come on now. It's, you can't do that. Um. So... You know, she was not angry that it happened, but it did. And, you know, she wants to, you know, make things right the second time. And, and she did lose her virginity to her fiancé. Um, they also moved in with each other. And it was like, okay, I want to go here. I want to go here. And she's like, whoa, well, I want to go to grad school and, you know, make more something of myself. And that's when, you know, the turmoil happened and stuff. So, um, and Linda believes that, you know, love is a choice where Miguel thinks that love is a feeling, so they have a disagreement there, but not necessarily an argument, but just a disagreement. 
and because Miguel says that sometimes it would take long for him to realize, you know, like three or four months to realize that mm, this person isn't for me, and then they'll break out, and that gives Lindy pause because the experiment is only like two months. So it's like, how about if he doesn't feel about her the same way she feels about him? And he's like, well, you know, I, I, I don't know. And Lindy is not reassured with that. Um, she, she would want, she would want more reinsurance from Miguel. But I'm like, listen, he's telling you the truth. He doesn't know. So like, I don't understand. It's not that she got mad, but her concern was elevated even more. But I'm like, listen, the dude is telling you the truth. He doesn't know if he's going to like you in two months. You know, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to do something. I mean, not have to do something about it, but it's it's like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I mean, there are ways that you can accelerate it, you know, and, and I know some women don't want to hear this, but hey, you guys can have sex. You know, a lot of women want to take that away and think that that's like a good thing and like no i want to see if it's for real i want to see if it's for real well guess what guys communicate better after having sex you know we need that and be like oh okay you know what yeah i do like this chick you know so it's whatever um but yeah he doesn't know how he's gonna feel and i think she just wanted reassurance but i'm like you don't want him to lie do you like not 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 for that um and he says there is a definite spark and he definitely feels that but whether he falls in love with lindy or not he can't choose that and i understand what he's saying but at the same time pastor cal will disagree with you and say that love is a choice because you have to choose to love that person every day even when you don't like them and i understand that too but maybe we just have to agree to disagree. Maybe both people are correct in that. Because I know innately, you know, uh, an overwhelming feeling comes over you and you're like, you know what? I do love this person. Wow, I, I never realized it. I do. I do love this person. Uh, but at the same time, with the choice thing, people do choose to not love the person anymore deliberately. So why isn't it the other way too where it's like you know what i do love this person but yeah it is it is a it's a very um back and forth thing you know so okay so then um we get to stasha and nate and mind you this next bit was like a 10 to 10 to 15 second conversation like seriously it was like 10 to 15 seconds but for me this requires like 10 minutes to talk about because this i'm mad at this so much okay all right so we'll, we'll i'll say it and then i'll talk about it so stasha and nate right so of course they're um stasha and nate are going to their uh, their activity for the day, right? So it's um, they're going ATVing, okay? So Nate's like ATV time, and Stasha's like, "Are you scared?" And Nate's like, "Hell nah," but in a high pitched voice. And then Stasha says, "I'm a little, I'm a little scared. What happens if I go f too fast? Are you gonna leave me?" 
and Nate's like, nah, I'm gonna look out. I'm gonna look out for you. And Sasha says, you're not gonna leave me, right? And Nate goes, well, what if you leave me behind? And Sasha says, then catch up. Nate says, what if I get scared? Then Sasha says, then I'm gonna be like, stop being a little wuss. All right, that's that's the conversation. And I'm telling you, it took like maybe 10 to 15. No, yeah, 10 to 15 seconds, right? But for me, oh my goodness, I was irate at this whole back and forth uh, chest chest puffing uh, secret female test clusterfuck. Like, I was so angry at it. All right, let's break it down. So he says ATV time. Then, of course, she says, are you scared? Now, that might seem like an innocent question, right? But you can see from the following things that she says after, it's not an innocent question. She's testing him to see how manly she he is, okay? And she's like, are you scared? And again... Nate, I guess, is smart, but it still sucks that he had to do this because he couldn't he couldn't answer genuinely. Now, again, I don't know if he's scared, but it doesn't matter. He has to answer in a way that conveys manliness, okay? So she can calm her tits. And he says, hell nah, but in a high-ass voice, meaning like, Nah, but maybe, you know, then she's then now she's vulnerable. Well, I'm a little scared because he has allowed her to be vulnerable, but he can't be vulnerable. You know, and then she says, and then now here's the next test in the same thing, in the same breath. What happens if I go? What happens if I go? What happens if I go too fast? Are you going to leave me? What the hell? Like. So now this is a loaded question. What 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 is he so, what is he supposed to say? Oh nah, bitch, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like no, he says nah. I'm gonna look out for you. And then she has to double down. You're not gonna leave me, right? Like what I just tell you? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna leave you. But then I do like how he flips on her. Flips it on her. Well, what do you leave me behind? Right? And then she says, "We'll then catch up." What the fuck? You kidding me? What it, what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? That's so messed up. That is so messed up that she would say something like that, then catch up. Like, oh, oh, oh! Now you're like a master of the ATV. Where two seconds ago you were scared that you were gonna be able, you weren't gonna be able to control this monstrosity of a machine but now if nate gets in trouble he's on his own so he has to come to your rescue but when he is in need of your help you're like well sucks to be you you know and then he says well what if i get scared and then she says well then stop well then i'm gonna be like stop being a little dot 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 was when she really wanted to say was bitch 
you know, you know, you need, if you're scared, you need to stop being a little bitch. Weren't you scared again two seconds ago? But what if I said that to you? You know, what if you're like, oh, well, I'm a little scared. What happens if, you know, I go too fast? Are you going to leave me? What if, what if he was like, yep, because you're a little bitch. <laughs> he, like he would have been roasted. But no, he had to be manly for you. And then you had to be independent for yourself. You know, oh, oh, you're you're going to be too scared. Oh, well, I don't need no man. Uh, you know, I'm out of here. Catch up then, sucker. You know, I was like, what the hell? And then a little bit after that, she's like, yeah, I'm looking to see how he looks out for me. Um, if he's going to leave me or not, or, you know, if he's just going to do his own thing, blah, blah, blah. I absolutely hate that. I hate it. You know? So then they go on their freaking ATV ride. And yes, to be fair, Nate, oh, she goes ahead and he trails along uh, behind her. And yeah, to be fair, he does not pay attention to her. <clears throat> she's she's doing okay. She gets, you know, but he's like, oh, go faster, go faster. I want you to go faster because I don't know if he's, no, he hasn't. He's never written a ATV before, but you know, he feels the adrenaline, he wants to go, she's scared, which is understandable, um, yeah, he's driving around an ATV, and she's going, and he, uh, starts live broadcasting, taking pictures on Instagram, not really necessarily paying attention to her, and he's like, yo, yeah, you know, I'm in here, I'm in here, she's like, oh, where's my husband, where's my husband, and then, you know, he comes back like a minute later. And he's like, yo, what's up, babe? What's going on? He's like, oh, there's my IG model of a husband, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, they're still traveling. And then they finally get to, you know, their end destination. And they get off. And she's like, oh, man. It's like, that was fun. He's like, yeah, yeah, that was really cool. I liked it a lot. She's like, yeah, you know, why did you have to take so many pictures and blah, blah, blah. And you didn't pay attention. And he's like, what do you mean? I am I was multitasking. And she was like, you know, Nate, you know, there's a balance there's a balance um, between enjoying the actual activity and recording, which is true. A lot of people do do that. They record the activity but not enjoy themselves being there, which we're all guilty of. But at the same time, I don't like how she's very hypocritical right there because you're not enjoying yourself. You're wasting your time seeing if your man will be there for you. So you're enjoying the time yourself. You should have been paying attention to the road and freaking enjoying ATVing because he told you he was going to be there, you know? So you need to follow your own advice, Stasha. So I don't understand. So um, what's next? Um, Alexis and Justin. So they go horseback riding, and that was cool. And then uh, Alexis is saying, oh, I'm the one who's usually... Um, in the cool spot, you know, who's cool, calm, and collected, but now I'm the one losing control, and it's kind of scary, because she's very in control of her emotions, she doesn't want to be vulnerable, um, and she says, oh, I can tell he loves me by looking at me, um, I never had that in my life, 
the way that he looks at me, it's like, oh, this man really loves me. And then, you know, Justin goes off saying all these platitudes and all that stuff. And she's like, ew, emotions. Because she's very scared that like, um, oh, if he can make me happy, he can make me sad. She's very much on this whole like control your emotions because yeah, she says if someone can make you happy, they can also turn on you and make you sad. And then now they're in control of your emotions when, or let's say that person leaves, who's in control of the emotions now, you know, you took away my emotions and she doesn't want to live like that life. She wants to, you know be control of her own uh emotions and stuff like that and not have anybody influence them which i get but at the at the same time it's like then why get married because that's what happens i mean not to say that you need to that you need to rely on your partner for um uh to be happy and stuff like that but if you can't express your emotions then you shouldn't be in a relationship you know you you really shouldn't so we get to Kristen and Mitch. Um, so they go paddle boarding. Um, Mitch said that this is his wheelhouse and he feels very comfortable. And now he doesn't need to, uh, you know, puff out his chest trying to oppress this person. Like he just naturally knows how to paddle board. So this is good. So, and he said that he appreciates it. He appreciates. No, she said that she appreciates him for showing her that they can experience and indulge, you know, in life's affairs, but can also be responsible too. Like you don't need to splurge all the time and all that good stuff. So, and she's really, really appreciative of that. And then they do like a, um, pinky promise to, you know, see if they can cultivate the relationship and they do a pinky promise. And I'm like, pinky promise. The fuck? How old are we? I mean, it's cute. But at the same time, she's like, yeah, I want things to get physical. And he's like, no, I'm good. (laughs) You know? And she said, a pinky promise is our version of a kiss. And I'm like, oh, no, not one of these. (laughs) Not one of these guys. Oh, man. So we go back to Lindy and Miguel. Um, And Miguel says he grew up in Queens at around 10 years old. His parents divorced. So that's when he moved to Puerto Rico. They moved to Puerto Rico and with his father and he said that he looked he looked the part you know of a puerto rican but he didn't speak the language so he had an identity crisis where he was like okay where do i come from where do i belong so he had a social delay so he found himself diving into video games comic books and you know that's where he got his nerddom and that's where a lot of us got our nerddom like i completely understand where you're coming from with that um, he says his mom suffers from schizophrenia and he feels bad because he was very cold to her growing up. Um, but you know, now knowing the psychology behind it, because he studied neuroscience, he knew exactly how his mom was feeling. And he, and he's like, wow, she was like in her own personal hell. And he felt bad because he said that she always reached out, but he didn't return the favor because, you know, he, she, at the time, he thought that she was, like, very cold to him and all that stuff. So, he was like, all right, well, I'm going to be cold to you back. So, you know, he feels he feels bad that his uh, mom is like that. Um, and then Lindy says that uh, her, her, uh, Lindy's dad served 
her mom divorce papers and he lived she lived with her high school boyfriend for a time and that's how she got to see a healthy relationship because you know their divorce she was like she was glad that she didn't get to see any of that stuff growing up um because it, uh, she said that was really tumultuous so she got a healthy relationship out of that and i was like all right cool and i'm like yeah you see they really i mean they were talking about serious stuff but you can see that they emotionally bonded you know see stasha that's how you connect on an emotional level okay not hey i want to see how you are and connect with you on a more emotional level with my heart and my soul so hey let's get in this shower and make pretend we're fucking <laughs> you know what i mean that's how you do it because in that instance with miguel and lindy speaking to each other there's no teasing you're not getting me hard you're not making me want to freaking fuck the shit out of you you know you we're just speaking on an intellectual level and i am connecting with you morally soundly spiritually and all that good stuff and we're not even naked you know what i mean but no your version is hey let me tease my man and only give him a preview and then when i want to do it that's when we'll do it but when he wants to do it fuck him see that's the shit that i'm mad at okay so um now we get to Kristen and mitch so Mitch is outside talking on the phone, I think with his friend or his brother, or I don't know, somebody. And he's this man is putting so much pressure on himself, saying that like, yo, you know, she's cool, she's an awesome person, but I'm not physically attracted to her. What do I do? And the guy's like, yo, I mean, if, you, if you're not attracted to her, you're not attracted to her. But that doesn't mean, you know, you're out of the game. And he's like, yeah, yeah I'm not, you know, I'm still all in, but I, wa I don't want to lie to her. I want to be truthful to her about what I'm feeling. He's like, well, you know, just got to do it. So he decides to do it at dinner. But it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, okay. It's it's a good thing that Mitch is doing what he's doing and, and, and talking about it, whether it's through his head or, um, I mean, whether it's to himself or to uh, his friend. But it's like, you wanted her to dress down. You didn't like her the way that she looked at the wedding because you liked her practical, right? So she gets practical. She still looks great. And you liked that she went practical, but now you're like, well, actually, no, I don't like her. And it's like, fam, or, or, or I'm not attracted to her yet. And it's like, I don't know. No one is putting a gun to your head saying that you need to be attracted to the person like right then and there. Because we all want to be like, okay, we're glad that she, they're not ugly. You know, we're all scared about that that first leap. When we see the person down the aisle, we're like, oh, are they ugly? And they're not. So you're like, yes. And then now you're like, okay, now that's fine. Okay, what happens now? <laughs> so I get it. But still, it's like, you're making it very impossible. Because you didn't like it when she was dressed up. And now she can't even use that. Well, not to say she needs to use it as an excuse to doll herself up to make her look more attractive, but you don't even like that, so she can't doll herself up. She doesn't look good natural now to you, so now she's stuck between a rock and a hard place. Now it's up. Now it's up. All up to you. Um, 
and that sucks but i mean i don't know man listen kristen is cute she has some nice ass boobs she has nice eyes she has a nice smile i don't know what you want from her so but at least he admitted that it's not necessarily her it's his issue i don't know what that issue is he kind of sounds like he's um what's his name not mark <sighs> oh wait brett the guy who the guy who was married to um brett two seasons ago that guy and the one who went out with what's her face from last season um the one who was going out with chris damn i'm forgetting everybody's name but that person you know what i'm talking about um damn what's his name or whatever but um yeah what is she left to do so um so they meet up at dinner and they're saying all these pleasantries to each other and she's like saying you know i would like to advance in the sexual and physical department and he's like mm, i may not be able to give you that because i'm not physically attracted to you so i mean she kind of cries of course a little bit but you know she doesn't want it she doesn't want to feel she doesn't want him to feel forced into finding her attractive if he doesn't but she also said that she's not here to convince anybody she's not here to convince anybody that she is attractive which is good it's very good and she and he appreciates that he's saying that like look you know it's not it's not you it's me you know the classic line um so i don't know we'll see we'll see what's up with that but i don't know he's an idiot he, he's putting way too much pressure on himself if you're not feeling it you're not feeling it but go with the flow go with the flow so it's justin and alexis they're at dinner and she's saying you know vulnerability is showing somebody is well no vulnerability is allowing somebody else to hurt you you're showing all your cards at once and you never do that this is alexis's way of thinking and how to rationalize things you know and you know she's saying uh you're made for me i need you Blah. you know she's saying that's all disgusting because those are very triggering phrases she never wants to really necessarily be in that state because then that then that means that that person can crush you whenever they want and just as saying you know i look forward to being the best human that i can be for you i see kids with you i see you as you as a future life partner because i love you how do you feel about that and she's like what you love me Wah! and she can't say it back she won't say it back and she actually said that she felt like walking away because that's what she's used to um and he asked you know do you think you can love me and she's like i don't know i'm not ready to say that yet and of course he starts crying but not crying because of that but just that his affection is so real that he's glad that she was able to make him feel comfortable in saying that and she is realizing that she is making him soft because she was such a hardened person um but she's not necessarily um blaming him for her softness but she will admit that she is getting soft because of him so that might be good so now we go to nate and sasha so they're having uh dinner and 
Stasha said that she's she was speaking to her mother, and her mother talked talked about Nate's old business that went bankrupt. So she's concerned about that, and she's like, "Yo, I want to get it posting up." And he's like, "Damn, you don't freaking trust your boy." And she's like, "Look, it's not that. Hey, I worked hard for my money. I don't want to, you know, lose it." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "You know what? Yeah, you know that's that's completely fair." You know, and like that's cool because it's like, you know, it's like why can't women take that same approach to like prenups and stuff? You know what I mean? It's always like, oh my god, you don't trust me. You're already putting divorce on the. You're already putting a hex on divorce and all that stuff. It's like no, I'm just trying to protect my assets, man. That's it. it has nothing to do with you. You know, it's just that if anything happens, I still have my money. You know, but everybody uh thinks that what's it called it's gloom and doom but whatever so and she's like yeah you know she wants kids in a year because she's 37 she knows that and he's like damn in a year she's like yeah and she's like listen i want a relationship i want family everything else is secondary to that Mm -hmm. is it because you just told us how important money is to you so i think that's actually first stasha but that's okay you know, she should protect her money. I feel you. I understand. So, day four of marriage. They're on a boat. Like, the whole cast is on a boat. Oh, and uh, Morgan and Ben, they finally come on the honeymoon. You know, they, they sped up their portions of the marriage and stuff like that. Everybody's cool. Everybody likes each other, blah, blah, blah. So, they're on a, not a catamaran, but a regular yacht. Chilling. And Stasha's talking about how she dropped her last name. Because she has no connotation with that last name. She doesn't know her father. She doesn't know who that person is. So it always every time she wrote her name down, her last name, like, what's it called? Felt like nothing. You know, so she took her husband's name. And she's like, yo, and even if, she said, even if nothing happens, I'm taking this last name. You know, whether he wants it or not. And I'm like, damn, you just taking my man's last name? For like, like, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> You know, sure, she was all emotional about her dad and all that stuff, but, like, now you're taking his name for, like, your own purposes, but, like, a scene ago, you were like, but I'm keeping my money, though, if 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 we break up. So, I get to take your last name, but I get to keep my money, you know? But, fine. Um, so, you find out that Mitch... You find out a story that Mitch gets drunk and apparently, you know, he felt horny. So he made a move to his wife, but it didn't go anywhere because, again, he gave mixed signals before saying that he wasn't attracted. But at the same time, you know, he felt horny. So, you know, of course, she was weirded out by that because, of course, it's mixed signals. And she's saying, okay, you know, next time, you know, tell me that I'm funny. Tell me that you make, I make you laugh. You know, because that stuff makes me feel wanted and sexy. And that will make me feel good. As opposed to, you know, because let's say if they did go all the way. Like, you just told me that you're not attracted to me, but I'm giving you the buns. So I understand what she's talking about. But at the same time. Oh, but, but well, and she says, you know, if we do, if we get to decision day. And I don't get a I love you or I have sex. I will ask for a divorce. Which is completely fine. But at the same time. If you didn't stop what was going on. You would have had sex. 
So you would have got what you wanted. Granted, not in the way that you wanted it, but you would have got what you wanted. Like you're 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 doing a self fulfilling prophecy, because if you allowed it, if you allowed Mitch to have sex, you would have got ass, and then that's it. Then there wouldn't then there wouldn't have been an ultimatum given. Like how are you gonna give me an ultimatum? But you're the one who stopped the ultimatum, <laughs> the thing in the ultimatum. Makes no sense. So. But I get it. She didn't want it on the false pretense, you know, whatever. But like, again, sometimes, yo, guys, yo, they want to fuck. So, but again, she didn't want to be used as a body or a means to an end because, yeah, he was horny, but he's not attracted to his wife. It's mixed signals. So, yeah, it would have been. She would have she would have thought of it as something more, even though it wasn't. He was like, yo, you know, his fire was stoked. He was horny. So he wanted to do it. But. Of course, she wouldn't have been in the mood because you told her that she was unattractive or you're not attracted to her. So, I get it. So, I don't know what's going on with that, but (sighs) whatever. Yeah, but hopefully things get worked out because Kristen is a cool chick. You know, she, she is attractive and I don't understand what homeboy is doing, what Mitch is doing, man. You need to... Slow that roll. But anyway. Um, what number is this? 205. Alright, so you know what time it is. Um, it is the Skin Deeps, the and self-edition card game. And this is card number one oh Nope. Card number 106. Yeah, card number 106. All right, let's see what card number 106 has in store for me. What do I really want to say and how will that change things? What do I really want to say? Hmm. What do I really want to say and how will that change things? What do I really want to say? Hmm. Well, what do I really want to say? Man... Well, okay, so I got in touch with a sneaky link, you know, and it didn't go south, but it's like, you know, she was saying that like, oh, I have all this stuff, I'm going to be tired, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, cool. Like, I won't be able to do it, you know, with you, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. No problem. No worries. Hit you next time. But she's like, oh, but I didn't say no. You know, it's just that, blah, blah. Well, you gave a whole cavalade of reasonings as to why it can't happen on the time that I have given you. So that it kind of is a no. But you want to give me a possibility. Okay, great. So it's a 25% possibility that this is going and going to happen. W- wonderful. So you want me to keep that up? You know, so like, I just want to say, like, yo, that's it. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And I'm fine. We don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to break your back like it's okay you know you don't need to break your back that i won't be breaking your back you know it's fine but i don't know that kind of irked me because it's like yeah you didn't say i didn't say no yeah i know you didn't say no but come on you're giving me all this other shit so it's so it's a no just that's it (sighs) 
whatever, man. That's why I want a freaking want a regular ass chick, man. So I could like not have these issues. <laughs> be like, hey, let's have sex. Okay. Alright. Well, it's not gonna be that easy. I know that ladies calm down. <laughs> but it'll be more organic, more genuine, more fun. You know, if it's not a, a sneaky link, but just a genuine person. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see if when that day comes. Anyway, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody Podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to live within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.